Boy Q from Chopping Over Q and the Critical Dub Network, and you are tuned in. It's that time, ladies and gentlemen. You are tuning in to the Flagrant Two with the Big Homie, where I always got verbally or even non-verbally. Y'all ready? I'm definitely ready. Let's do it world listeners text genies whoever's listening to us right now i have a young lady and this is i didn't even plan it this way because we were supposed to record about <laughs> a month or two ago but this guest is a leo which with my leo series as you guys know i am a leo my birthday was august the 11th I first started podcasting August 15th, so the month of August and just this Leo Nation thing for me is dope, so I want to give a shout out to Miss L from Two Shots in a Brew. She started off the Leo series, and now I have a podcaster that discusses crowdfunding, indie film, music, politics, randomness, science, world. I have Steph, the host of the Dope Science Show from Cali. What's up, girl? Hi, hey, what's up? I'm so excited to finally, finally be recording with you. I was starting to feel a little bad, like, hey, we got to make this happen. What's going on? <laughs> but it was timing. Right, right, right. It was right. timing. Right. It and, was and it was, and it was. <laughs> and I agree. I agree. And like I was saying earlier in the show, you know, so I want to say happy birthday. Thank as you. Well. Thank you. Thank you. It was my birthday yesterday. No, which is yesterday. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. To you. I'm listeners. I'm not gonna sing, listeners. Y'all know how I get, but this, I'm not a singer. But I'm just excited. Like I said, I, I never thought that until you know. I guess today that here uh, is a Leo, and she actually started her podcasting in the same month as well, uh, which was her birthday again. So. So it's like a, a win-win situation. And, and later on in the show, because she is a Leo, she's going to give the positives and some things that people, as I believe is a myth that they say about Leos and people born in August. So, But, um, but yeah, I'm definitely glad to have you on. And thank you for taking time out of your schedule. So I want to backtrack some. So when I first saw the Dope Science Show and you were the host, I got super excited a sister out here doing something that i rarely see and speaking highly on science so what what brought your love to science hmm. it was a roundabout thing i definitely was not science was not in my sphere of like influence i never thought about science i thought bill nye the science guy was too corny like i just didn't get science um but I am a risk taker, or I try to be a risk taker, and I just, I was unemployed one year, 
because that happens sometimes. Mm. And and I had just finished like um, learning a lot about personal development. So I was feeling like, you know what? I can take on anything. Like, just give it to me. I can do this. And I went to the career center and there was a flyer on the door that said, nuclear uh, engineering internship, $100,000 a year salary. <laughs> I was like, um... Hmm. Wow. I was like, hmm, I don't know. I, I never did science, but I mean, like, I could do anything, right? So <laughs> I was like, okay. So I applied, and I applied for it. And the backstory is I had never passed a math class without taking it twice. Um, I avoided wow. science. I have a degree in anthropology, <laughs> which is the, it is a science, but it's considered a social science. And, um, but I was just filling myself. So I applied and I'm very good at cramming. So I went on YouTube and learned how to, to pass the test for the math. You know, I'm very, I'm a decent writer. So I had to write an essay. So I passed all the math tests and I had to write an essay. Then I had to pass the interview and I went in there and I interviewed well and I got in. And so I got in. Thank you. <laughs> and it was like this new program, and they were excited to bring in women and minorities and people from the local community so that we can work at our local nuclear plant in Oceanside. Mm. Well, actually, it's in San Clemente, California. And long story short, I went through two years of wonderfulness and hell because it was the hardest thing I've ever had to do. I challenged myself. Mm. I, But through the process... Every time I moved forward, I was amazed. Like, wow, I guess I don't suck at math when I try. I'm like, oh, wow. Like, I could, like, <laughs> I'm like, I get this. Like, it was like starting, it opened up a whole new world for me. And I started sharing that with my mm-hmm. friends and family. You know, after I would go to my, like, new class, I'd be like, I'm at a data entry class, um, job. That's my data, you know, my day to day. And I'm thinking about like fusion and fission. And I was like excited. So I started sharing, um, you know, information and I got addicted to sharing the information. And then the nuclear plant shut down and I never actually even worked like officially on the nuclear plant after all that effort, after uh, two years of hard work. And I was devastated but like I gained the love for science and I gained the love of sharing like I found a way to I could teach people and I can mm-hmm. entertain people and that's the roundabout way kind of how I got into science and since then it's like I love science like I love science like I, I was able to get past like it was more like I had these preconceived ideas that I wasn't good at science I wasn't my thing it's just not you know, interesting, not girly, not, and so it was like I had to get past that by actually experiencing it, and then I discovered I loved it. Wow, wow, and what, and like you said, you had to overcome a lot, so what keeps you, you know, what keeps your passion for, for you know, science? Is it because it's things that's constantly changing, or you feel like as far as the culture, we enlightenment and more people, you know, in this lane, like what keeps, what keeps your passion going for? Right, because that is a great question because you you find something and you love it, but don't you get bored? <laughs> you know, like yeah, exactly, um, <laughs> exactly. That's what I'm saying. Like, what keeps you? Like, what so keeps that's you why going? I have to ask. That's how 
I came up with the concept of trying to make science a part of our daily lives. And that's where the Joke Science Show came in because then it became a creative process. It became, uh, you know, because for me, I'm a creative. I'm like more a creative person and I'm a science enthusiast. So mm-hmm. it's all I have to do is make it creative and it's interesting. I'm like, this is a new story. This is something new. Oh, how, what is a cool way to share this information? So it's like constantly new. And I never get bored. Sometimes I'll get bored of reading the same type of article. And, but I switch it up, like, um, you know, and I, and I, cause then I think, how can I use science as an entrepreneur? How can I use science as a, you know, um, a teacher for morality? And I just find so many different ways. And so that's all I think about all the time. It's like, how can I integrate science in my life and in a way that's fun to me? And it's not boring. Like, it's just something I, it's always a challenge and I'm really like mentally stimulated by the challenge of it because I'm always creating. So that's why I never get bored. Nice, nice, nice. And that's, again, that's encouraging. That is definitely encouraging because we have people out there, Steph, that even if they are great, you know, they get bored or they get bummed out, you know, they lose the love. So I just wanted you to give your perspective for those listeners. And, and I'm going to even chime in just to, you know, let my listeners know because I've had questions like Murph, you know, it seemed like you're building this momentum. And, you know, like I like to tell a lot of people, if I'm here to see another day, it, it lets me know that I have something that I need to do. Right. I can't be stagnant in, in the success or, or the opportunities that's in front of me because you know like your gift you know we have to share the gift that we've been given and 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 to us because we are leos <laughs> you know it's part of you know the leo series but you know we are setting the bar and we also have our own lane and and that's just a beautiful thing that you know again as a peer definitely especially amongst the pod squad i really don't know and if there are any other people that are listening that are up and coming podcasts or that's been around for a while that's amongst the circle or or, or the squad you know so to speak please you know know yourself because right now when i think of science and podcasting i think of you and you only so again that just me just for coming in doing something right (laughs) yeah i'm just being honest with you breaking that barrier and like i said for me because my degree was in accounting so but when it came to science and i'm like man you know i mean it's cool i mean i could do you know the the h2o that's hydrogen and oxygen and i can kind of do you know some <laughs> chemistry stuff i kind of like you know things like that but you call your show the dope science show so if you can just explain out of all the titles what made you decide to lock that title in yeah, so I I like to have fun all the time, right? I'm I'm just very mm-hmm. fun oriented because everything has to be fun for me, and right. I, life can't always be fun. But I find ways to trick myself into thinking that. And I have a background where most of my friends were B-boys, they were graffiti, you know, that was my childhood, my teenage, you know, so I have, I've always been kind of like a part of the scene as far as an uh, expectator, uh, you know, participant, I go to parties, 
you know. <laughs> so I've always been a, I guess I'm trying to say I've always been a partier. And so, my guess. Leo well, is a party, but she can balance it though. And you need to show and teach the big homie how to balance because, uh, yeah. Stop, but go ahead, I'm continue. Also, <laughs> I'm also, I've always been a partier, so it's just like, okay, you know, you're thinking of your Life brand. What do you want? Go ahead, stuff. You know, you want, what do you want people to feel? You know, what do you want people to experience? And I was just like, you know, when I'm talking about science and I see that look in people's eyes when they're intrigued and they're like, oh my gosh, that's a new thought. Oh, wow. I never thought about that. And I get to see them like open up their mind a little bit. And I also love just things being cool. You know, I like style. I like art. And so I was like, well, this sounds dope. And I was like, all right, well, it's got to be the dope science show. So I just looked. I was like, does anyone else have this? No one has this. <laughs> so I took it. Nice. Nice. <laughs> and, I was, and I'm still developing it because sometimes I'm like, I, I, I'm always thinking, how can I make this more dope? Like, I'm trying to touch the audience that feels that vibe. You know, I'm really trying to target my peers i'm trying to uh target my peers and their um maybe their children i'm not really a child uh brand at this point but mm-hmm. just you know you and me and the pod squad and just like my peers who are from that background like hip-hop i just want you know when you think of shows like mtv um you know what was it yo-yo raps mtv yo-yo raps and things hey. like that yeah you know like <laughs> I'm like, I aged myself, y'all. And I'm like, I know, I know. I want to replicate that because Bill Nye, I love you, Bill Nye. I just couldn't relate, you know? So I want right. to have something like that. So that's what I'm building. But it's starting with me because that's, I'm starting it. But yeah, and that's my big picture. I just want it to be a whole culture. It's blurred, you know, we're blurred. And right. it's not black specific, but it's like black culture and science mix and I just want to be able to really get in touch with that right right and I'm gonna stick to the theme just a little bit because like you said yo MTV raps and you know BET having you know the top 10 and videos constant we used to rush home from school to watch the videos (laughs) and you had BET uncut and and people ask me Murph why you always gotta have an intro and an outro you always got music in the background and you got music on all your shows Merv why Steph just kind of told you that's how we grew up (laughs) we had the jet magazines we had the magazines we used to hang in our room with nothing but hip hop culture yeah exactly doing the same thing now just kind of reliving but also letting my kids know that a lot of your father is made up of the hip hop culture and maybe music is a science you know but music is is really therapeutic so i just want to add to what you were saying how you know yo mtv really has impacted us to this day definitely i know look at and i mean yeah totally totally and it's still every day every day when i'm editing i'm listening to music all the time so Mm -hmm. So yeah, that's how I know. And, and, and the Dope Science Show is like an ongoing thing. You guys, my podcast, everything, I'm very open about the whole process. Like you see my mistakes, you see my victories, because I'm basically using all of this 
to I'm creating something bigger and you guys are just um, a part of it and helping mm-hmm. me. My audience is helping me by, and my guests by being a part of it. And it's a very vulnerable thing. And I think you're doing something similar where you have your podcast, and but you're also thinking of the big picture, like how are you making this part of the, this is like the seed of a bigger brand, you know? Yes, ma'am. That's real. And, and, and it's a reason why I'm doing it like that because I have kids. And one thing that I've always said, because my parents and my grandparents they didn't teach me about leading teach well not now my father now he's came you know into my life you know as of you know six seven years ago really where he can really give me more when i grew up it wasn't nothing like that it was like hey find a job find some stability live right? your life and you know i mean you might not retire but hey as long as you you know you, you work and, and you support your family and i'm sitting here like no it's it's bigger than that life is bigger than just going to work and coming home and raising your family no it's about enjoying your family it's about and also being able to reap you know the harvest of your hard work but at the same time you can retire at an early age and be able to still impact and just travel the world or enjoy like in this case what you do where you can you know work with the bill knives and 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 just do things as far as science related that your job might not allow you to do so ultimately what i'm saying is at the end of the day for the listeners is that the stuff is saying that we want to as people of color myself being a male and you being a female we have a responsibility to show you that you have a powerful thing called a mind you use your Mm -hmm. mind and you think of the bigger picture, things start just hitting you angles, which are opportunities, which is working with someone like, in my case, like a Steph and, and, and numerous men and women and just people across the world. And again, thank you, Steph, for being a part of the Flagrant Truth, being a part of this Leo series and someone yeah. that I've built a rapport with. Because when I do go to Cali, I got two hey, trips. Guys. Myself and Big Roy, we got an East Coast trip and we got a West Coast trip. So, again, like I tell my guys and my peers, (laughs) it's good to network with your people because it's, yeah, it's cool to do the show through Skype or, you know, Uber or whatever over the phone. But if you can actually meet that person in the flesh, it really makes things much, much better. So, yeah so just add to your point it's about just leaving a bigger picture and inspiring and encouraging our people that you can't box still be as successful but at the same time you don't have to live the standard life that people you know uh brainwashed us or just kind of told us the in their way the proper way of living is life so thank you you're welcome thank you thank you thank you i love your show because you're so loving and giving and how you talk to your guests and i'm like i gotta be more loving i gotta be more giving i'm very much (laughs) i try and i appreciate it and i i love what you're doing as well and you brought up what you said brought up a point to me um so on my show i talk to people from all walks of life like Mm -hmm. no matter what they're doing and I talk about what they're passionate about, basically. Right. 
and then I try to tie in science if I can and that's but it's been a very organic thing like some people are like I know nothing about science and I'm like oh let's talk about this and so I try to find something that they can engage with and relate to that in their own life you know whether they're um, a scientist already and so I've had people who are their rappers on the show you know they're artists I've had therapists on the show all kinds of people and even and scientists you know and engineers and and some of them like i had someone on the show his name is made right i love his story because he's doing exactly kind of what i'm doing and he was an engineer he did the right thing he went and got his engineering degree went into science and he was like man i'm still so creative and he quit engineering and became a actor and rapper and entrepreneur in LA, right? And I found him through the show and he does science and hip hop like uh, skits, like comedy skits, wow. right? And he just got signed to Kevin Hart's um, video streaming app called uh, Laugh Out Loud. Yeah, that's so, right. Yeah, because Tiffany, uh, <laughs> uh, her name is Haddock, part of it as well. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So a bunch of like really hot people just got signed, and he's one of them. And he, what he brings to it is his science background. He is going to be like the cool Bill Nye, and um, I'm like jealous, but super happy for him. <laughs> but <laughs> it's a love and hate thing. <laughs> Not much hate, mostly love, because he's just there you great. Go. But I bring that up because it's like some people are like, okay, I'm a scientist, and I don't feel fulfilled. Like, how do I still? connect with my side and he's he's a scientist and he's like he's he just found a way to merge you know his, his creative side with science and you see that a lot like a lot of scientists are actually really creative they tend to be artists and as well and so i try to show both sides so the people i'm just trying to take away like any sort of barriers and narratives that people make about why they can't engage in science and and so that they can see that they're already engaging in science. Like we're all scientists, you know, we're already experimenting, we're already trying new things and learning every day. Right, right, right. Wow, that's nice. And, and, and like you said, you know, and I even admitted earlier in the show, Steph, I'm like, I, you know, really, you know, don't know much about science. But at the same time, I'm giving myself an opportunity to learn from someone that is in a different like you said on your show, you know, we've had rappers, we've had other people that didn't know anything about, you know, science, but that's the part of what this world, what we need is to be open to people that are quote unquote different than us, or that maybe have a different, you know, perspective on things or a different strength that maybe, you know, I can maybe learn some things from you my end, and vice versa. And I think that's what continue to build this society, especially our culture you know, being, you know, people of color. So yeah, definitely. walks of life, though, what I think with us in particular, I think we need to continue to support each other and, and shout out to Jay for yeah. both of us. Um, yeah. <laughs> Go Jay. Jay My is dog. the first person to open me up to the whole pod squad. So I was like, oh, he was the first okay. one of the first podcast I ever listened to. <laughs> Shout out to Jay. That man. Hashtag never not working. And you know my dog, Mr. D C Derek Collins. Yeah. The right man child. Mr. Al Sweet. So I think you heard that episode. But he definitely has a lot of respect for you. And he was really, 
really excited to work with you. And he was like, yo, yo, Merv, you got a Steph. So, Mr. Al uh-huh. Sweet, bro. Thank you. It's official. We getting it in. <laughs> yeah. The last episode I released was uh, was his episode. It's called um, Mr. Al Sweet's Love. And we talk about love and all kinds of stuff. So yeah, yes, you guys should ma'am. check it out if you want to know all the stuff I don't want you to know about me. There you go. <laughs> Y'all better tune in. I'm glad you said that. So just, just, just let the world know when you drop and where they can find your show. Oh, yeah. So you guys can always, always find the show on the dopesignshow.com. That's easy. But you can also find me everywhere, everywhere you guys listen to podcasts. So that's SoundCloud, iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, um, just all the normal places. The Dope Science Show. Nice, pretty nice, simple. nice. <laughs> She's saying it's pretty <laughs> simple, but she out here saturating the market. On website, <laughs> you can find on most directories, as you guys heard. So right now, again, that's a Leo thing. See, now I want to start the Leo aspect and the characteristics that we bring to the table, Steph. You ready? Okay. Yeah. As a Leo, what are some positive things that you've heard about a Leo and that people have told you? Of course, Leo. I love all the positive things. Um, so, uh, Leo, <laughs> we are um, optimistic, positive, fun um, leaders. Um, we think we are great because we are great. <laughs> facts on um, facts on facts. Good to you. <laughs> we're, <laughs> we're, but even though we know we're great, we're also humble because we know all our flaws like on the other side of leo is extreme like insecurity about our our flaws because we are very much aware of them and also um we forgive easy i think that's my that's like my i don't hold a grudge like that's my i think one of my best after attributes about myself i might be mad i might learn from the situation but i will not be holding a grudge because i know first of all I can't care enough to hold a grudge that long. <laughs> Second of all, like I just, Facts. Um, I agree. You, you don't stress <laughs> yourself out trying to worry about, or, exactly. you know, you just let it go. I can't. I, think I can't I suffer for this. Hey. <laughs> That's the number one thing. I can't <laughs> suffer for my hate for you. I'm like, no, I can't. But right. um, also, I just know people are human. So I, I know people make mistakes. I make mistakes because again, I'm aware of my flaws. So. Um, I think that we're very loving, you know, we're very, very loving and very protective and loyal, very honest. Those are my favorite things about being a Leo. Nice. Now I got to bring up what are the flip side that you hear about (laughs) Leo? Oh, right. I'm very much aware of them. Um, Egotistical. (laughs) That's number one. Uh, We can be self-centered because we're always thinking about ourselves. Because not because we don't care about other people, it's just we've got things to do, so we got to think about ourselves so we can do them, and you know, and right, um, right, right. Um, I would say sometimes we can be attention hogs. Some people they don't. You, it's like you gotta, you know, you don't always need the shine. I would say that's something that's negative. Um, 
Um, That's and, good. And the bad thing is, <laughs> you know, I'm and sitting I'm like, shaking my head like, yeah, I, I hear those. As a podcaster, yes, and we're revealing things about ourselves, and I, I, I cannot sit and tell Steph she's lying. But continue. This is good. <laughs> oh, what else? Um, Leo's, but it's not good about Leo's. Uh, oh, we, oh, we're stubborn. We're stubborn. So it is very hard. We're hard headed. Yeah. Like I would say, that's definitely something. Not that we can't change our mind, but you're going to have to make it a hundred percent sure why we should change our mind. <laughs> We'll change our mind about something, right? And right. Uh, I, uh, we can be possessive, like if we're dating someone, you're like, "That's mine." I mean, <laughs> and I'm trying to work on that. I'm, like, I'm, I'm, I'm really sitting here, I'm like, "Boy, you possessive. know, you my girl, you ain't going nothing." This is no, I'm not saying I'm just a bully and I keep my wife no. hostage. And no, I'm not that. Queen. You're not saying that, but it's it's more like you're you're so committed to them to that person that you expect that same commitment back like you own each other you know in a sense that you're absolutely you're ride or die together not that you can't right. do anything you know it's just like right. you're committed so that's right. something right. but that can come off as possessiveness you know depending on how immature you are um what else there's always i'm i'm waiting for the dog <laughs> but you just like well <laughs> we don't know it's not real science but <laughs> other show stuff wasn't to talk too bad about us, but just to let our listeners know that we do have some opportunities. <laughs> I know. Just I'm a like, few we, I mean, we, they love us. We can split this, and I can tell you a hundred things about that are good about deals. That's my favorite thing to talk about. <laughs> well, yeah, and, and I'm gonna say this though too, and, and and like you said, you know, I'm gonna add to that. We're very confident. Um, before I even knew you were a Leo, I said, man, this sister right here, she's confident about herself and about her brand. And that was one of the things I was like, I have to work with her. So once, you know, Mr. Al Sweets was like, yo, D, you got to work with her, bro. I'm like, man, I'm working on it. You know, just like I sit on the show with, uh, with Coco Brit, Miss L from Two Shots in a Row. Once you're in the podcast community, you, you do know of your peers. You know, for mm -hmm. me, and, and I'm letting my listeners know, when they talk to everybody, I do. But the biggest thing, and I'm I'm revealing some things to 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 my listeners, I have to find an icebreaker or a common ground so I can get that opportunity without coming off mm -hmm. desperate or why he even talking to me. We we don't even have nothing, you know what I'm saying, in common. So right. once I found out. You know, you know, like now, like you, you know, I was like, man, she's confident. She's a podcast. I'm like, yeah, perfect. Cause you know, two podcasters, that's already a plus. And then two confident individuals, bam. But then once that Leo, again, when it came to knowing you were a Leo, I was really going to be dope. So <laughs> right? for my listeners out there, and I'm just being real for my listeners out there, if you want to bring up or have the confidence or, just the ability to find something in someone. I'm not saying use Zodiac sign series, yeah, but in general, just find something that's a common ground, a good icebreaker to where that person who you would like to work with or ask a question, you know, get, find something that interests them that you can kind of feed off of and then, hey, voila, 
magic and then you know things can basically grow from there so i just wanted to give some more tips on me and how i've been able to grow my brand especially you know about a year in this game and been able to do some great things in this short amount of time you really have and i was taking notes um because i am just finishing up season one which is hard for me to do because it was my first one and my next season Mm -hmm. i'm going to have a better strategy on how i book guests and structure the season like ahead of time and um Mm -hmm. that's something i always think of like how do i broach this how do i not be awkward but i've learned like there's nothing better there's nothing better than just opening your mouth even if all you say is like I love you. It would be great if you'd be on my show. <laughs> it's like right. you want to come off a certain way, but sometimes some of us overthink it and we're like, oh, how can I find it? But I think those are really great tips because that will help for me because I always still get a little bit hesitant. Like, how do I broach this? But <laughs> what you're saying, I'm saying no, it's, it's very good hey, advice. The more you talk, the better because our listeners right now be like, yo, y'all need don't don't cut this short because I can just tell like you said, we we are confident and we are in our vulnerability moments or our times when we kind of had second guessed ourselves and making that, you know, leap of faith or that approach to talk or reach out to someone to be on the show or just to talk to them. So, no, go ahead. Go for it. Again, you you on the flagrant, too. Uh, <laughs> Uh, I was going to say, um, I always, I wanted to bring some sort of science to this episode because that's what I do. And (laughs) um, so I wanted to self-promote a little bit, you know, I don't know when you're releasing this, but there is an eclipse on Monday. And I recently did an episode on Cyber Squid Radio where we talk about the solar eclipse. And that was a really great experience with being on another science podcast. Mm-hmm. Um, they're the only other science podcast I've ever worked with and it was just a really good experience so I love collaborating with people so you guys check it out if you haven't Cyber Squid Radio is called The Sun Be Buggin' and I share stories about um, West African traditions and how they looked at the solar and lunar eclipse and it's a really like fun story and I learned like how they do their storyboards because they were cool enough to share with me like what documents they use for when they're organizing their show and really mm-hmm. helped me a lot. And I would share that with you too if you're open to it because I feel like when we collab we're like with the Uber conference and all that stuff, uh, we always learn like, oh, is that what you do? Oh, okay, cool. I can take that tip. Is that how you approach guests? Oh, okay, right. I can take that tip. And it's like just touching people is a learning experience. Every time yeah. you do something new, you know. It's always about and learning something new. Absolutely. Exactly. Exactly. And I read one article I crammed before um, we recorded, and I thought it might be interesting to you because you often talk about branding and you talk to other podcasters and you, and whatever, if they're business or entrepreneurs, you talk about, you know, um, marketing and things like that often. Mm-hmm. And so, um, if you don't mind, I'll share you a little bit of what I learned um, that I thought was really interesting. Go for it. Go, again, I'm listening <laughs> to you. Again, like I told you earlier, and, you know, I am taking notes from you. So I, I, I'm, I'm just glad that you took time out of your schedule to be on the flagrant, too. So I'm all ears. I got my pen and my pad. I'm ready. 
<laughs> All right, cool. So um, I'll send you the show notes if you want for the title because I forgot. But um, so I read this article that was talking about how people are influenced and what's the difference between being an influencer and being a manipulator, right? Because mm. sometimes people think they are the same. You'll often hear people say, when they hear persuasive uh, techniques, they're like, oh, so you're a manipulator. Like they think they're the same. And even myself, sometimes I'm not sure. So um, the science of persuasion is like big business. That's where all these algorithms, and this is why Facebook exists, this is why Instagram exists, because they want to know what you like and how they can get you to do what they want because you're doing it because you like it. And you don't even know that you're being directed in your um, actions, right? Right. So, and that's persuasive. And so the, there's uh, five keys. So the first key to the persuasiveness or being an influencer is you have to, I'm like trying to remember. So the first thing was, oh yes, reciprocity. So that is when you give and I give. So you give me a favor, I give you a mm -hmm. favor. So what you'll see in marketing, the free trial, the free sample. So when someone gives you a free sample, a free trial, it is not free because what the, most people, they, they get something, they want to give it in return. So you're more likely to buy if you do a free sample or a free trial because you feel kind of obligated. So that's one mm -hmm. technique. And these are tips that you guys can use for good or bad. That will be the difference between whether you are an influencer or whether you're a manipulator. So you free sample. Nice. Second one is... Um, what was it? The second one was speaking from a place of authority. So if someone is mm. an expert, you're way more likely to do whatever they say or direct you to do because you automatically give them the benefit of the doubt because you trust their expertise. Okay? And so right. if you can present yourself in whatever you're talking about as an expert, then you've already got an edge. Second, People do what their peers do. So if you can give the impression to the person that what they're doing is what other people are doing, well, they're um, up to 40% more likely to do what you want them to do. Right. So they, they did this uh, experiment where they told people, hey, we want people to reuse their towels instead of um, getting a new towel at the hotel every day, like when you were staying in a hotel. They told the guests, hey, most, we're trying to save the environment. Most guests reuse their towel. So they found a 29% increase in guests who would re reuse their towels because they were told that. Now, if you told them that most of the people who stayed in that particular room also reused that towel, then it was 39% increase. Mm -hmm. And... So they see that in all kinds of, any element you can think of where people are associating with their peers. You see that trend because people are predictable. Okay. And then the fourth right. one was, um, so we talked about that. So we talked, sorry, I didn't write it down. So we talked about reciprocity. We talked about, um, what did we talk about? Expertise. We talked about our peers and commitment. Mm -hmm. Manipulating so and then someone, influencing. <laughs> 
Yeah, so number four is commitment. I'm taking notes. I told you, I'm ready. I'm, I'm, I'm locked and loaded, baby. <laughs> I know. And commitment. So if someone already wants to buy or they already came in with a decision, then you can help direct them to uh, fulfill that commitment. They will commit even if the price is higher. And you see that in car salesmen. You come in there to buy a car. You came in with a budget, but you're going to buy that car even if it's above the budget. Most people will. Right. Last commitment, and then the last one. What was? It, it's always the last one, huh? You'd be like, man, we're on the tip of my tongue. I know it's the tip of my tongue. So we said commitment. We said, oh yes, yes, the last one, the most important one that we see all the time. This the fear of loss. So if you give the impression something's rare or a limited opportunity, people are way more likely mm. to buy. So those are the five keys of persuasion. So you have. Um, you guys already heard them. You have commitment, you have free samples, you have expertise, you have peer association, and then you have the fear of loss. So if you are using all five of those things, whatever brand, whatever, you know, whatever you're trying to persuade something, someone to do, if you're aware of those things, you can get them to do what you want, very likely, very highly. And they won't know, and they won't be upset because you're persuading them to do what they already want to do. And as long as it, it doesn't interfere with their personal beliefs about life, like philosophy and things like that, people are going to do it. Mm-hmm. Now, what makes you a manipulator is if you're lying. You say you're expertise and you're not. <laughs> you know, you're not an expert. Mm-hmm. You say it's right, limited. Right. And people quality. will catch you on your lie, too. So exactly. be consistent and, that's and the thing. to the table. And that's the thing, because they were showing that if you if you uh, lie to people, say, for instance, you tell them, I'm going to hire you and I'm going to give you a raise and I'm going to do all these things, but you don't, that you will get the employee to work with you, but they're going to have, they're going to be calling out all the time. They're going to be right. sick. So you're not going to get what you want when you're manipulators. So you can use these powers for good or bad. And right. if you're aware of these things, second think before you buy second think before you make important decisions they said as a scientist you should be asking yourself is this person really an authority like all these five things you need to think am i doing this just because everyone else is so i thought that this was something that you and maybe your audience would appreciate because it you know we're always talking about how we can get what we want and how we can grow and even we talk about sale selling and marketing and these are really important things that you can do and still be ethical and know the difference between a manipulator and like a, someone who's persuasive right well i appreciate it no that was that was nice i hey, hey i <laughs> like that one stuff. too i learned that this morning <laughs> and his listeners some good tips to help you get through your day or your week or something that hey, you can carry on to whatever next got coming yeah. near you so no i appreciate it and i want to talk uh, about one last thing okay actually two okay so you know, people have been talking about the solar eclipse on Monday. <laughs> and yeah. this is the ignorance in me. <laughs> they were saying how, you know, how many of y'all, you know, going to look at it and get blind 
or you know just little things like that so what do you tell the people that you know really are making fun or not really knowing the impact of this solar eclipse um, I'm telling people what the solar eclipse actually is. <laughs> I'm like, gotcha. I'm like, so the way it works is that the um, the whole like of the the dope <laughs> thing, though, don't a bit understand because people be like, yo, Bird, what you gonna do on Monday, man? Oh, that, that don't sound like it's legit, man. You gonna be, get blind? So I'm just trying to, you know, again, hear from someone <laughs> that, information. Yeah. That's what I'm asking. Yeah, no worries. So. Um, basically, you know, the sun, uh, uh, orbits or goes around, around the, I mean, the, the earth goes around the sun, right? And then the moon is always orbiting the earth. So we have the moon going around the earth and we have the earth going around the sun, right? Right. So, um, certain times of the year, actually every month, um, there is some sort of eclipse, whether it's solar or lunar. So lunar is when there's a moon eclipse and then the solar is the solar eclipse, which is the sun. And what we're going to see on Monday is when the moon goes in front of the sun just at the right moment to block the sun mm. from your huh? from your location. Like, gotcha. so if you're in, and it's very, it's just perspective. Like if you're outside of that, uh, like say you're a thousand miles away from where I am, you might mm. not see it. Because it's very, you know, fo it's just where your perspective is. And for us, the odds are in our favor and it's our time to have a total solar eclipse in America. So this only happens like every 400 years or so. So every 400 years, every point on Earth should have their own solar eclipse, like a full solar eclipse. And this is our time. And um, it's not going to happen again in our lifetime. That's why everyone's making a big deal about it it's called the great american solar eclipse and where i'm located in california i'm going to see 70 percent coverage so from my perspective at the maximum point where the moon is going to cover the sun from my perspective when that happens the moon's only going to cover 70 percent of the sun so i'm going to see a little bit of the sun still now if you're wow, in the path okay. of totality if you're in the path of totality, that means you're going to be in the path where the moon covers the sun and it's going to get dark. You're going to, it's going to get dark and it's going to get cold and animals are going to freak out and you're going to get to look right at the sun with no glasses because it's fully covering the sun. And wow. the whole process takes two hours, but the that moment lasts maybe like two minutes. And when that happens, mm. even if you're... <laughs> I know it's very short. That's a it's a once in a hey, lifetime hey. thing. <laughs> Wait all this for two seconds and women and and don't be talking about us women. So we got some two people minutes. thinking the other way. I just, I, I can feel yeah. it. But continue. <laughs> yeah, and so we'll all be able to experience it from one perspective. And what you can also look at is on the ground because of how the shadows work. It's going to mm -hmm. look creepy, like there's all like the ground is rippling. So that's mm -hmm. something you can look out for too. And um, you should be wearing solar eclipse glasses when you look up. And if you don't, there are some um, tutorials online on how you can make your own and other methods of looking at the solar eclipse without the proper glasses. But do not look at it directly with no, with you know, with nothing 
in front of your eyes. Don't hurt stuff. Don't do it. Don't do it. (laughs) Well, I wear it. You're going to be, yes, suffering the consequences for real. Yo, Murph. For real. (laughs) People have been looking at the solar eclipse for, you know, thousands of years. So you can do it. But just look online. I think it's like you can like squint and like halfway cover it. I don't know exactly how you can do it, but you can do it without the glasses if you like look on online on how to do it. But it's really great. It's really fun. And it's a really good opportunity for people to realize that we live in a universe that's bigger than what you see every day around you. That you're on Earth and we're part of a greater galaxy. And this is you get to see something that's happening outside of Earth that you're not used to. And hopefully people are more aware of science when this is happening like oh maybe global warming really exists you know like because things are happening <laughs> like hopefully nice. that's and the funny thing is the path of totality is going through that portion of america where most people are i don't want to more where you're more likely to hear people say that global warming doesn't exist like less science literate people i might be insulting a lot of people but you look at the map and you can decide hey, yourself. Look at the map. Hey, well, again, we are here to just <laughs> on some different perspectives. You don't have to agree yeah. with everything we say. We just want to give you something to think about or something that you can research because there is a YouTube and a Google. And for those listeners, like, yeah. you you be on it. I'm just being real. You know, exactly. you don't have to think I say, well, my guess, but do your own research. Just give you something to think about, and that's all. So you're yeah. not insulting nobody. They, they'll be fine. <laughs> yeah. Some homework. So yeah, That's it's all. super exciting. Um, my daughter is going to Idaho. She's doing a big road trip from California to Idaho to hey. the be of her aunt. So that's what she's doing. I don't know what I'm doing. I have no plans. I might just be laying in my backyard and just. I'm about it. to say you're gonna be by yourself, shoot, kicking I know. It, or partying. It's true. Hey, I took the day <laughs> off. I took the day off for it. You know, I took the whole day off for it, <laughs> and it's only like <laughs> two hours. But <laughs> also my birthday weekend, so um, I'm hey, I'm not sure what I'm gonna do. I, I was trying to get a date, but we'll see. <laughs> okay. Well. 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 Okay. Well. Well, now I, I say I, I had one thing. Now I got another thing to that. Fellas, especially or in the West Coast, Miss Steph, Dope Science Show host, very positive. You just got to bring your A game because she can read through your B. You're not doing what you're supposed to do. Yeah, she going to look through you and look past you. So, but it's, you know, yeah, you'll be fine. I'm sure, you know. Yeah, I'm all good. you the life of the party. <laughs> Who going to continue to tell you no? That's all I'm going to say to that. So I don't know. I need to work on these persuasion um, skills I just learned. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I'm trying to plug for you, and I'm a, and, I, and again, y'all know I got love for 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 you guys, and especially for those who listen to the flagrant too. Especially, you know, I've at least six guests that I was like, "Yo, they dope. They 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 looking for an opportunity at least to just share." you know, themselves to you, whether it's, you know, their craft or whatever. And I would say within the next two to three months, I got feedback like, yo, D Murph, dog, I'm I'm in a relationship. So Miss Steph, I'm just throwing it out there. Now that you put it out there, especially on the flagrant two, you gonna hit me up by the end of the year or first of the year and be like, I got this person. 
I won't, you know what I'm saying? Boom. So I'm just throwing it out there. So, <laughs> hey, I'll I, take I'm it. I'll take maker. it. I'll take there it. There you I'm go. Like, so, my list is like, guy. Murph, you a fool. I'm just keeping it real. <laughs> I got a lot of love and respect for all my guests. We've been able to talk outside of just this, you know, podcast. It's just in general. You just, again, it's about building a rapport. I don't even like to say networking because it's building a rapport. And, and I think for me, the word networking before recently was a neg of just trying to work with that person just to, you know, just to say you work with that person. So I say building a rapport is that it's something that's genuine. It's something that's all right. Then pick up the phone and call, you know, Steph or or Mr. Al Sweets or or Miss L. So it's like I, I'm building that rapport. Of course, if the networking aspect, you know, gets greater than cool, but at the end of the day, we're people. And and when yeah. we are, you know, you know, just looking to, you know, improve ourselves daily and take care of our family. But that those five tips you gave us though, I look forward to hearing this again. And playing it back from <laughs> you know, the segment in particular, so I can really, I might miss something. I know I'm hearing it, you know, in real time, but when you actually can dissect, you know, digest it, and then kind of just, you know, learn from what you heard, I'm really, really excited for that. So, uh, but yeah, yeah, I'm glad. I was thinking of you. I was like, what could you be interested in? Hmm. So, yeah. That whole finding common ground thing. So yes, I'm ma'am. glad. And I'll send you the link I, to the actual article. Please do. Please do. I appreciate that. I, I have another reference to to look into. You know, here the podcast, I have it, you know, in the link so I can, you know, in a quick break, anything that I would have during the week. So Hit the Streets. Hit the hit Streets the street. is a new segment of your show. Hit the streets and not the party or not to find Mr. Right. The list is like Murphy, you a fool. Yes, I'm too. I di- I get like that, especially you know after a while. I'm just now I'm just having fun. But can yeah. you just explain to the listeners that part of the the what did you get hit the streets from and why did you decide to have or add that part to your show? Yeah. So. I spend a lot of time editing and I'm like, I love it. I love it, but I just want to talk to more people and I go out and I'm like, I want to engage with more people, but I'm actually, I'm an ambivert. So I'm an introvert and extrovert and I have some strong introvert tendencies. (laughs) And so a lot of times it's hard for me to get out there. It's hard for me to say hi. And then I'm like, what are we going to talk about? But so I was like, I'm always going out. How can I make this part of what I do? And again, to age myself, downtown Julie Brown. Hey! From the MTV days. Hey, <laughs> Brown. Yeah, I was I'm like, I always wanted to be like her. So why don't I do that with my dope science show? And when I go out to parties and I'm doing cool things, because I only try to go out to cool events, because... Uh, that's what I do. Um, so I was like, how can I share this like experience and engage with people at the party and we can talk about something I want to talk about, which is science and philosophy. Right. So that's what we do on Hit the Street. So I go out to whatever I'm going out to. I bring out my mic and we in my recorder and then I ask questions at the party and I talk to multiple people and I record it and I put it up and I don't edit anything because I don't have any more time for editing. So it's like my uncut, my unedited hey. show. Hey. Okay. Uncut. Okay. There we go. Getting retro. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
so it's fun. It's like my super fun show, and I and we'll see what happens with it. But I'm trying to just experiment with any idea I have, and that's just one of them. And people like it. It's shorter. It's like 20 minutes, 25 minutes, and I don't know what people are going to say, what's going to come out of their mouths, you know. And um, so it's really exciting. I enjoy it. Hit the streets. But you're giving I have yourself that out. opportunity, though. You could have been like, yeah. Yeah, 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 and I look forward to to checking it out. And as as you know, you could have been like, eh, "I'm kind of comfortable in my lane." Or on the flip side, what are people going to say? Am I starting to get water? What 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 made you decide to you know take that leap of faith? You could have had it gathering all this you know these information and just things like that, but now you're willing to share. Like, what gave you that 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 confidence though? Um, I found. I was actually scared. I did it. I've done three episodes, and I was and I. But I've had the idea for a while. So I walk around at parties, and no one knew I had like a recorder in my purse that Uh-oh. I didn't turn on because I was like scared. I'm like, how am I gonna come up to people and be like, I'm gonna record you? And then finally, I went to um, I my favorite place is this place in one of my favorite hangout spots in LA. It's a place called Comfort LA. And it's mm-hmm. founded by like these really awesome black people who are part of the black and sexy uh, web series crew, black, awkward black girl, like everything you think about LA as far as like creatives and stuff, everyone goes to this place. Nice. And so I was a fan of them from their web series and I've been a fan since they opened the door. Like, so I, every time I go, it's like they've improved and they're French. They're not franchising, but they're growing. So they have. When you go in, it's just like cool music, chicken and waffles, and like soul food, and there's art and hip hop playing, and you go in the back, and it's like open, and it's very much LA. And so they have oh, their hours are till 3 a.m. So I'm there. Wow, when I'm in town. there you go. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm there when I'm in town and they have these events which they're genius for and one of them is called So Easy Sundays and it's a day party so I go to this thing and I was like you know what they know me I know them I don't really know them well because I'm more of been a fan and just coming to the restaurant but I was like started telling people what I was working on and then I'd say oh but I'm nervous I need help and then like everyone just started <laughs> helping me <laughs> And everyone started helping me. They're like, I'll find you someone. (laughs) There you go. But they see you reaching out. And and that's the that's the moral of this story. Just just give it a shot. If you can get some type of feedback, great. And if if it's not good feedback, at least you made the attempt. That's it. Yeah. So I broke my ice there. Like I I my first show I recorded there is a monthly event. And now I just now I feel more comfortable and I play I do the same technique everywhere I go I fight side I might see someone standing by themselves or I'll just come up and I'll say hi and then I'll tell them what I'm doing and I'll be like hey I'm like nervous can you help me with the first one or if you know anyone and that has helped me like be able to just start talking to people when I go out instead of being like shy and I record the show and then when the show's over I end up being like popular at the party because I was the interesting one. Hey! <laughs> you know? <laughs> yeah. At least that's what I tell myself. So, it works out and it's really fun. Again, she's a Leo. It's natural. <laughs> we don't have to try too, too hard to be likable. But hey, some of us, we just know how to use it to persuade you instead of manipulate. But anyway, I'm going too hard. 
other show, but I just wanted to get this. Yeah, for real, Stephanie. Thank, thank, you. thank you. Thank you. Thank you. We've definitely thank you. Thank put in you. Some time. So excited. Thank we you we so we, much. We, we we Oh yeah. Well, well welcome to the flagrant two wall of fame. Again, it's just great to be able to have you a, a part of my support and a part of my growth when it comes to just this show. And and, and and again, like you said, when I did the flagrant two, I had no idea I would have people willing to be on this show to now right. it's like man I, they like Merv I don't know anything about sports I want to be on your show I'm like well I'm more than sports I don't care this will be on the flagrant too well fine <laughs> <laughs> so it's kind of like hey you know so no, I, I just I, yeah, I'm smiling I, super hard so oh no I appreciate you, you though so much. yeah and, and, and I wanted you to know and I'm gonna let the listeners know me and Steph as we were going to record but because we are you know busy with life and family and brand you know it didn't work out but i heard because i was like i have to meet you know finish what i started and i wanted to reach out to you and forget i just had to make time out of my schedule and today was the perfect opportunity for me to do that and then like i said it just fell into place that you are a leo and i'm having this leo series because this is the month of august so it was just like, voila. And I don't make this stuff up. It just happened that way. I'm not going, hey, are you yeah. Leo? Oh, I can't have you on my show. It was just no, like, you didn't know. I, I know. I didn't. I didn't. So my list is like, Merv, because, you know, and, and again, I'm just being honest. People be like, Merv, man, it just seems like you just got this stuff in order. I, again, I just want to thank God for the opportunity because I didn't know she was a Leo. I didn't know she was going to be added to the Leo series, but it just happened that way. So, but Steph, if you want to, you know, again, plug your show, give out your social handles where oh, people yeah. and the flagrant two crew can rock with you and follow you and all that fun stuff. All right, you guys. I would love, love, love for you to follow me so I can experiment and grow and share everything. So you can follow me. Uh, I have a personal account where I, and it's funny because I use my personal account to just be myself and I'll put up my bloopers. I put up a lot of like editing that I'm doing. I put up videos a lot. I make a lot of videos um, at least once a week and I, my Instagram stories is where I'll put a lot of like what I'm working on and sometimes I never post it ever again. So I highly recommend you guys check it out there at Stuff. <laughs> science stuff with Steph and I that's where you'll it. see science stuff with Steph that's my um, personal um, Instagram and that's where you'll see me just be random really random and um, yeah that's I have a lot of fun on that page and then I have my brand page which is the joke science show and you can find that on Instagram you can find I have a YouTube page but it's still in development but Twitter, I'm on Twitter too. If you just want to say hi and say what's up, um, you can find me at Dope Science Show because I had too many. There were not enough letters. <laughs> there were too many letters, so you can find me at <laughs> at Dope Science Twitter, Show. Y'all need to get that fixed. Twitter, OMG. <laughs> I know, right? So, but either way, if you even use hashtag the Dope Science Show, you'll find me everywhere. So, if you're not sure, nice. just type hashtag the dope science show and you guys can find me 
and um, I will respond. Hit me up. If you want to work with me, hit me up. I'm open to it. I'm trying to make a big push to be more on other people's shows this coming um, year. I count my year as my birthday, so this new year, I plan hey, to be more on other shows, you know. And if you want to be on my show, hit me up, too. I'm down. I don't know when I'll book you, but I will find a way to work you in. At some point, um, in some capacity, if you want to be on the show, um, because I want to engage with everyone. So um, thank you, guys. I appreciate it. And as far as uh, just one last thing, uh, I know you on SoundCloud, Google Play, Stitcher, you know, so I, I just wanted you to just continue just so they can know where to find you and when do your shows typically drop. Oh, yeah, that. Okay, so you can find me everywhere you find podcasts. I'm listening. See, I'm here for my listeners. They be like, Merv, where can we find her again? (laughs) iTunes, SoundCloud, Google Play. You can find me everywhere they play podcasts at. Um, As far as when I drop, I'm not consistent yet, you guys. I'm sorry. But I do promote every time. So I'll put up a video. I send out links. I at least drop it within the two weeks. Um, every two weeks, okay. we can say every two weeks. I'm working towards every week, but right now it's on average every two weeks. Yeah. Right. And, and for those listeners out there, and I'm not going to extend the show longer, but as a podcaster, as a solo podcaster, a person that has a family, as a person that is working, as a person that has a brand, it, it takes a lot of time. And there's times that I've been up past my, been times where I didn't really get sleep just so I can put mm-hmm. out content and also i love it so i'm not complaining but for those people that might not this is not as easy as people think this is it is much much more time consuming but hey that's why you're in a predicament position. that's why i'm in a predicament as far as just being able to bring out content and have a love and a passion for what we do and that's why people love us yeah and i'm not i'm not yeah. speaking too highly of myself this is the feedback listeners that I've been yes, receiving. So we I, love you. Know, again, like my, like my <laughs> friend Stephanie said, I am humble. We are humble. But we just want you guys to know that, hey, if something do come up, it's just because, hey, we're working on that system, working on, you know, developing a long run. We'll be good to, to you guys that's going to represent us and our brand. So that's all I got. Yeah. Whew. In one breath. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. So world listeners again i just want to thank you steph for being thank on you. the flagrant two yes ma'am Girl, you can find me on twitter as well as ig at is you can find the show on google play soundcloud and apple podcast because i had a listener say merv itunes is out the door i know you i know just say apple podcast <laughs> so True. i'm like okay apple now I, I did tell this other <laughs> yeah, yeah yeah so i told this other listener too though steph they told me about my Yahoo account because you can also reach me by email. It's Demurf at Yahoo. And they got on me on that. So I'm keeping that as my email. But overall, listeners, <laughs> thank y'all very much. Thank y'all for, again, tuning in to another episode of Flagrant 2 as well as the Leo series. But y'all know how I close the show. Don't lose yourself with life problems. Stay strong and fight the good fight. It's a lot going on, day in and day out. Man, it's a grind. Don't lose the vision. Fight the good fight. Uh, he
first, you did it again. Setting trends like you wanted to win. Fighting a good fight, sick of the sins. Connecting dots now with all the pins. We just trying to be good men. Adore my wife and I love my kids. I never let them down, never let them frown. Never let a clown take a crown. Hit me because of brown, that's okay. I got the blood of a king. Saw it in the dream, ain't all with the scenes. Try to turn this to fiends. We drown in the streams while we chasing that dream. It's all about the dollar bill, y'all. And stop chasing that thrill, y'all. These beliefs trying to kill y'all. I'm just here trying to heal y'all. So listen as we work, dropping them gems now, rocking with D-Murph Tuning in as we get it in, so melanin, being better men, we so adamant About the culture, sick of these vultures, we in the game now, watch how we coach ya Keep your guns in the holster, love is life and that's how we approach ya